I'm Haley. I'm Sean. And welcome to Haley Hates Everything. I pick a surprise topic. And I get high and opinionated so we can discuss it together. So grab a snack and hang out with us for Haley Haley Hates Hates Everything. Everything. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Haley Hates Everything. I'm Sean. And of course, there's the titular Haley. Haley hates everything. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. How you doing? How'd your week go? Did you go to any crappy restrooms? Let us know about it. <laughs> yeah. We still want to know. Even though we've talked about it, I mean, there's bound to be more to talk about as the, the many days and maybe years go by that we do this podcast (laughs) who knows we don't know we don't know where this is going we're just doing it because it's fun i do want to say up front that we are recording this in a different room to see how the sound goes so this is a little experiment if you have a a big opinion about it let us know (laughs) (laughs) hopefully it sounds good are you ready to hear what this (sighs) week's topic is all right let's Let's get to it. This week's topic. It actually could be a non-hate. There's the potential. What? There's the potential. What is this? What? Because Haley hasn't seen it yet. Oh, what? What are you talking about? We're watching Big Trick Energy. Oh, gee. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Are you... You're going to do this to me? Yep. Wow. She's seen the trailer, or, you know, the, like, the commercials, because Big Trick Energy is a show that recently came out on True TV, and we do actually watch some other True TV shows, like Impractical Jokers, Fast Foodies. We've watched Tacoma FD. Oh, okay. We've seen some of the Carbonaro effect. Oh, that's that skinny kid that does yeah, magic that stuff, do- right? He does, like, yeah, some, like, uh, kind of prank just magic cra- type Just, things. like... I don't, I don't know what I would do if someone did that in front of me. <laughs> oh, I don't and, know how would I handle it. And, and we've watched uh, Top Secret Videos with Ron Funches. Oh, that's the one with Funches. Yeah. Okay. So we're not, we're, not, we're not unknown to the true TV lineup, necessarily. Oh, okay. You're saying that we, you know, we've yeah. seen shows on this channel. There's, there's shows on this channel that we, that we, enjoy. we, we enjoy. So, I mean, there's potential that, that this one could okay. be enjoyed. I just want to, I'm high, so it's taken me a little minute <laughs> to figure out what the fuck you're saying and to actually understand it. So you're saying, hey, you know, look, we've never seen this before. We could hate it. That's probably what's going to happen. But we might love it. And it's not like that would be crazy either because we watch other shows on this channel and we like those. Mm -hmm. So this could go either way. That's what you're telling us. That's basically what you just said in that hullabaloo of words that you just threw out. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. Now we're all very clear on what is happening. Okay. So that's right. I've never seen this show. We've seen the little trailer, like commercial thing for it. When I was like, oh, fuck. This is like douchebags do magic. That's what it looks like, y'all, if you haven't seen this show. And maybe you love it. And I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just giving my personal opinion on this when it happens. But it it looked like douchebags do magic. Yeah, I think I think Haley's first part of it is just the name because it's like. Well, yeah, 
it's a play off of big dick energy, which can already be an issue. And and also, uh, big dick energy hit its peak in popularity and searching in 2017. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I now, didn't realize in it was... 2021, yeah. they come along with big trick energy. A little late to the game with the name. <laughs> but also, like, I don't necessarily see big dick energy as something positive, and that could be a whole nother mm. topic, you know? Mm-hmm. It can be a compliment, I guess. <laughs> it, to me, it means that you're confident, right? Like, it's supposed to mean that you're, you're confident, and you don't give a fuck, and like... Because I guess that's how people with penises are supposed to act, which is part of the problem, right? It's kind of a toxic masculinity thing if you want to get like deeper and deeper into it. But also, I think it's also offensive to people that don't have a big dick, right? Because that's kind of the measure of manliness and it doesn't (laughs) need to be. But, you know, that doesn't mean that people with small dicks are not confident unless, you know, they're internalizing their, you know... Yeah, yeah, true. Lack of length or whatever you want to call it. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just it's already a problematic term to me just solely based on what it is supposed to mean. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> That's my first thing. Like how dare they? <laughs> how dare they think that they're so cool that they can call it big trick energy. Yeah. Would would the the, the female version of this show be wet ass tricks? <laughs> I guess so. I guess I guess so. <laughs> Shall we pause, watch the show, take notes, and come back? Okay, I think that's how we should do these TV watching ones. You know, because our Hack My Life thing, it was a little all over the place because yeah. I was constantly stopping and screaming. <laughs> um, and I don't think that's pleasant for anyone. I, I think it might have a better flow if we watch it, take notes, and then I come back and just bitch about it. That Sounds might good. work Or best. maybe sing the praises of the show. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> No, I'm, you know, I'm open to whatever this show is going to be, and I will foster a huge opinion about it probably immediately. (laughs) Uh, It's not one of those things I'm going to give it a few episodes and then determine if I like it or not. No, you'll hear what I think. I'm open to it surprising me, but most likely I'm going to roll my eyes and be like, oh God, this. Let me go over the official press release type of uh, verbiage and such. Okay. This is like taken from Deadline. From shot color card tricks to mind bending one of their own cars in broad daylight. What? No stunt is off limits and no line is uncrossable to these self proclaimed abracadipshits. Wait, what? <laughs> they hate themselves already? <laughs> Okay, this might be entertaining. (laughs) Viewers will also get a peek behind the curtain when they reveal how some of these unforgettable experiences were created. What? They're more magical jackasses than self-proclaimed abracadipshits. But it goes without saying that Chris, Eric, Wes, and Alex are making magic <laughs> cool again, says Corey Henson, EVP, head of unscripted programming for TBS, TNT, and True TV. They're charming, dangerous, and hilarious. You'll definitely want to spend the night with them. What? What? <laughs> That's what it says? Yep, yep. You'll want to spend the night with Ricky, Alex, Mike, and Becky. What are their names? 
Chris, Eric, Wes, and Alec. Oh, jeez. They sound like douchebag names. Individually, <laughs> but Chris Evans. Not a douchebag. We still need Chris Evans to come on. I'm still, I'm rooting for getting Chris Evans on. If y'all know Chris Evans, please. All right. I'm sorry. I got on a tangent. Yep. Let me finish this part. Tony DeSanto, CEO of DIGA Studios, says, These guys are the real deal. As hilarious as they are amazing. Sharing a bond of friendship and camaraderie, that is the heart of this show's creative DNA. As long as, as a lifelong magic fan and a spectacular, unaccomplished amateur magician, I personally couldn't be more excited to unleash big trick energy onto the world. The other thing that is jumping out at me is that they have called themselves the magical douchebag. What a dipshits? Abracadipshits. Abracadipshits. It's mentioned twice. Yeah. And I just, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think. <laughs> All right. And let's I don't get know how it. they're coming at this because <laughs> how are they going to present it to us? Is it going to actually be entertaining? Are we going to be laughing with them or at them? That's the main thing. So I guess we'll see. Indeed, we will. We're watching Big Trick Energy Episode 1. It is available on YouTube from True TV. We'll put a, a link in the show notes. All right, we'll be right back. We just got done watching Big Trick Energy Episode 1. We haven't talked anything about it so far, so I'm kind of on the edge of my seat. What'd you think, Haley? Hate it! <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard to be quiet while we were watching it and not say anything. I think I got some what's and some uh-uh's in. Yeah, I think I got, I counted five, nuh-uh. <laughs> you were counting? Yes. Oh my gosh. I was trying to be really quiet or there would have been way more. Way more. You should have heard what I was saying in my head. <laughs> Oh my goodness. This is like this is like if if magic was porta potties and beer and <laughs> nut punches. This is the level that this is at. And I you know, that's not always a bad thing. There yeah. are some I was never really into the jackass movies and stuff, but there are some parts of that that are funny. I just think yeah. sometimes it can it can get really old really fast depending mm. on what's happening or whatever. Yeah. I do love to see people get punched in the nuts though. That always uh, makes okay. me laugh. Well, I might have a little something for you in a little bit then. What we'll does see. that mean? We'll see. We'll see. You said that in a way that is <laughs> suspicious. I'm very confused. So do do we want to start at the beginning of the show? Because I don't know that anybody's going to watch this, <laughs> this show. So we might have to explain some things to them. But I didn't know if you had I guess, specific... I guess to start out, would you recommend that everybody sit down for the 23 minutes and something seconds to watch this show? The first episode. No. <laughs> I don't, actually. <laughs> I mean, do it if you want. But, but man. It's just, the thing for me, I don't, I don't think that I completely hate it, yeah. but I don't completely like it either. And there's a lot of aspects of it that I feel like have either been done already, yeah. done yeah. too much, or other people do it better. Yeah. 
and you know i'm not trying to be mean to these dudes they've obviously been on their own journey to get to where they are right now and that's yeah. up to them and i you know whoever you believe in bless you whatever <laughs> go about your business do your thing be you you know this is just my perspective my opinion on this i i don't like it that much and <laughs> they are not for me i am not their target audience yeah that is for damn sure so if you tend to agree with me on things then i don't think that you should watch this if you feel like Mm, you don't always agree with me then maybe you'll like it maybe you should watch it i don't it's up to you but it's would i tell my sister to watch it no i wouldn't <laughs> i'd say don't waste your time <laughs> it's it's all it almost feels like they're like all right what are a couple of our top shows impractical jokers people love that show carbonaro effect Ooh, people love that show Let's combine them. Oh, this will be great. And let's make them frat brothers. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I mean, they dress like douchebags. They look like some assholes you'd run into at a concert who would like... Okay, for me personally, they look like dudes you would run into at a concert or some kind of festival. And they'd be like, oh, look at that fat ass. That's the level of douchebag they look like and dress like. And maybe they're great guys. I don't know. But I, they don't look like they'd be great guys. I think... I, I don't remember if I investigated every single one of them, but I think they're all Canadian. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. If you, if you notice, like, some of the different things they said were a little well, bit I didn't off. know what... I, I didn't know what was up with the hair guy. Well, yeah. He looks like he's related to the guy from What We Do in the Shadows. Matt Berry? Is that his name? Yeah, Matt yeah. I Barry? think so, yeah. I think that's his name. We enjoyed his show, Toast on netflix oh yeah matt barry um he's yep. a british uh, comedian slash actor hey this looked like his little brother or something this guy <laughs> but he he obviously had an accent in the beginning where you could barely understand what he was saying that didn't seem to be an issue later on great hair sure but i didn't know where he was from i couldn't like figure out his accent <laughs> i was like italian french question mark question mark I don't know. But that's interesting. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have immediately guessed they were Canadian. They immediately call themselves idiots oh. and dipshit in the thing. They called themselves dipshits. So I wasn't really sure how they were going about this. But it doesn't really seem that they're laughing at themselves so much. <laughs> you know, they're technically like lazily doing magic you know like there are actual magic tricks that are happening yeah but when they're doing them they don't necessarily i don't get the feeling that they're poking fun at themselves all the time mm, which is i guess what i kind of expected by them calling themselves names mm-hmm like, hey, we're in on this too. We know we're crazy. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And I, even when they were sort of making fun of each other, I didn't feel like we were really in on the joke with them. Mm, yeah, I get you. And again, this is just me. I didn't, maybe other people... I have my own traumas and experiences that influence my <laughs> my opinion. And I understand that that's not always popular. Most of the time it's not. I get it. But, you know, we start out, they're in a junkyard. Yeah. There's a, an opera woman singing, which throws me off. It looks like they're trying to do like a, a big dick energy 
type of strut. Yeah, they're strutting. It's in kind of slow motion. There's some opera music playing. We pan over to with see... an electric guitar to yeah, you know make it a little bit of, more edgy. A band of women singing. There's some a woman playing a guitar. There, I don't know if there were drums or something. So we're like, oh, they're they're so badass. They're mm-hmm. so woke. They got a woman band and opera music, and they're yeah. like, they're like dressed like they're cool guys. Yeah, I think I feel like the the main guy, Chris. I think he he kind of looks like Imagine Dragons guy or something. I don't know. Oh, I I don't know. <laughs> I can't picture the Imagine Dragons guy. I don't know. He looked like like a tattoo artist because <laughs> he did have a lot of tattoos, and he had a beard and a sweatshirt and a hat all solid colors there was really nondescript style oh, it's yeah. sort of like hipster tattoo artist or like like a dude that runs a coffee shop in portland <laughs> you know like he had that look about him yeah yeah I not you. necessarily douchebag kind of intimidating maybe he's got like a bicycle shop in portland exactly remember that tangent alert tangent alert so i'm sure you've heard of portland oregon the most <laughs> portland thing I feel like we've ever done was to go to this bicycle shop that oh, yeah. <laughs> at night turned into a bar, a, yeah. like a beer bar. They had what do you, their own craft brews. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and there was a little stage for a band to play, and we were there to see Sean's co-worker's band who is a, a Scottish punk band. Um, <laughs> Playing in a bicycle shop. That Playing in, in a craft brew bar yeah. that's a bicycle shop during the day. That That's the most Portland thing I feel like we've ever done. <laughs> and I, was, I just remember sitting there because the tables were like, basically like long picnic tables. And I'm just, I was looking around like, this is a fucking bike shop. And there's a little bar and they've got their little keg. There's this Scottish punk band playing. Like, this is crazy. This is nuts. And and I enjoyed it. I, it yeah. was fun. But it's just one of those things where you look around and you're like, what the fuck is happening here? How did this happen? What? Yeah, so it was funny. But, sorry, I got off track. Right, back to the show. They do their strut walk, and then they go into porta-potties. Yeah, they get into porta-potties. And I feel like this really defines the show. It yeah. sets the tone. It's like maybe 30 seconds in, and we're getting to shit jokes. Oh, yeah. So they all get into separate porta-potties, and then immediately a car is dropped on three of the porta-potties. Mm-hmm. And then we reveal that all four guys are now in one porta potty, and so they spill out like a clown car. And then the one is taking a shit, and he's yeah. got his pants around his, his pants ankles. Down. Yeah, yep. and he's like, "Shut the door!" <laughs> so this defines the episode for yep. me, like dudes shit jokes at the junkyard like that's what's happening here so then it goes in the intro chris he's a magician he's like the leader there's eric he's fearless and there's wes he's like total physical magician and then alex he's got hair (laughs) yeah that was that's alex's thing he's got an accent and hair that's what's happening with him. I thought the West guy looked like a dude from Detroiters. The oh, white really? Guy. Yeah, I thought he had that look about him. Tim Robinson? Tim Robinson. I thought he had that look about him. They look <laughs> like they could be related. Like this is his older brother that's like kind of cooler than him or douchier <laughs> than him or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's who he reminded me of. 
But like, I don't know. Did it really say Eric is fearless? Yeah, I'm pretty because sure. Because later in the episode, we discover that's not true. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I don't really think that should be part of the intro, that Eric is fearless. Because Eric will cry like a little bitch if his car gets messed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you want to get into that now. I mean, skip it to the end. I know, like, yeah, I guess so. We might as well, because... Okay. The, it goes to the end. Because y'all aren't wasting your time on this. We can tell you about yeah. it in any order we want to. The the height of the show. The the climax. The the pentacle, right? Yes. Trick. Yes. That a car dealership. Dude, Eric thinks he's getting his minivan traded in, and they're going to do a magic trick where the minivan gets crumpled Crumbled, yeah. and then uncrumpled or something like that. But you know what? The guys are doing a trick on Eric. They're pulling away the minivan, and there's his new BMW, and they're going to crunch that BMW. Mm-hmm. That's the big, the big trick here. And apparently Eric thinks the magic that Alex does is real. Yeah, so they were all blown away by each other's tricks. Yeah. They don't know how it's done. <laughs> they don't know that their friend is magic. Like, it, yeah. they were all really blown away by each other's tricks. Like, oh, sick, man, sick. <laughs> and so Eric, not fearless, because the moment that he, it is revealed that his BMW is going to get hurt, he's like, what? Oh, my God. And he's, like, freaking out. Meanwhile, Alex, the hair guy, is pretending like he's using his energy fields to crumple this car. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he's really sort of cartoon character trying to manipulate air like he's fucking Doctor Strange and shit. <laughs> and the car is crumpling. I don't know how they made this happen. Yeah. But the car crumples in on itself. And Eric is freaking the fuck out. <laughs> and what what I di also didn't like is that Eric starts to cry. You can tell that he's <laughs> about to crumble and go buck wild. He doesn't know what to do with himself. He's about to just <laughs> sob because his BMW got hurt. And right before he gets to show his true, true colors, homeboy with the tattoos is like, hey man, it's not your car, brah. Don't worry, man, it's not your car. And then Eric is like, oh, I knew it, man, I knew it, I knew it, I could tell, I could tell. I wanted to see him show his true self. I want to see him be who Eric truly is. Yeah, they show like, I mean, if they broke the fourth wall or something and like, he just starts stabbing the guy or something, you know? Yeah. And he falls down in a pool of blood. Yeah. And then like, ha <laughs> And then really freak out the car salesman. Boom. That's huge. Yeah. I feel like if there was more, <laughs> like, nobody knows what's happening kind of thing, it would have been funnier. Like, if, if they had told us, hey, this isn't Eric's car, but Eric thinks it's his car, and we're going to, like, fuck his shit up, <laughs> then... That would have been funnier to me to watch Eric react and they should have stretched it out more so Eric really does react and really loses his shit. That to me would be funny. Yeah. The problem is, yeah, I mean, there's just sort of this thing where that, that they all kind of believe that their magic is real and stuff. Well, That's I, kind of my problem with the whole kind of premise I, of it. I don't think that they do, but I think they're acting like they do. Yeah, yeah. And they're playing it off like it's, 
that it's actually a magic trick that he's done. Like, so there's a portion where, and we're, we're skipping a part, but there's a portion where they are in a park and they are, they're each taking turns wearing a shock collar. And this was a very impractical jokers thing Yeah, to yeah. me. And that's a situation where they're acting like it's impractical jokers in a sense. Like this is a, that's a show that's already been on. We already know the premise I mean, yeah. the people that are fans of it are big fans of it, and they know what's happening. Yeah. It's like, and it, they, been on at least a decade, at they least. They do it better. Yeah. You know? I just feel like this is... It's been done before, and a lot on this channel, and it's been done better. Yeah. And I, I mean, at least with the Impractical Jokers, they're not doing magic. They're, like, acting like there's someone else, and, and sort of... Yeah, yeah, no, like, everybody's in on it. There isn't this premise that there's, like magic or something like magic is real yeah and so uh, they're each taking turns wearing a shock collar stopping some unsuspecting park goer and saying hey can i do a magic trick for you and then while they're doing the magic trick their friends behind the camera are laughing at them and then doing the shock collar so it shocks the magician as he's doing his trick and then hopefully fucking up his trick that's it seems like that's their thing except they start they they just get all like oh my god man he did it or oh man he's got the co oh like the guy burned a word into his neck or something yeah. with the shot collar and he's like oh sick sick dude he like oh my god like they're freaking out about the the tricks and i'm just like what is what is happening? Where are we? What is? <laughs> what are we actually thinking here? I don't know what they're thinking. And I, it's just a weird way to go about it, I guess, because I feel like it just feels odd. And these are grown ass men, y'all. This is like, <laughs> these dudes have got to be in their late thirties, right? And I, yeah, don't tell me how old they are yet. But I, these are grown-ass men, and when they're at the park, before they get started on the shot collar thing, they put the shot collar on one of the guys, and he is, like, crumpled on the ground, screaming, because they're doing the shot collar. And there's some old people just standing there, staring, like, what are these four grown white men doing, <laughs> yeah. fucking around in a park? Like, they have nothing better to do in today's age? Yeah. Nothing better to do? And their safe word is Regis Philbin. Yeah, that's something else. So the first trick that we see is called unwelcome magic. They they have different <laughs> types of magic they do. They have unwelcome magic, they had what straight jacket magic, they had yeah. shot collar magic and axe magic. And some of this also kinda of, like another show that we we do really enjoy on Netflix is Magic for Humans. Oh yeah. That guy's great. I forget what his name is. John was it Jonathan? Justin Willman. Justin. Okay, I got the yeah. J right. That's pretty good. Yeah, if you, if you go check, yeah, Netflix, his stuff is, is pretty hilarious. I think there's one you can even watch on Netflix where he convinces people that they, they're invisible. I think that's still one of the best uh, ones. It is He convinces amazing. people that they're invisible and they walk around thinking they're invisible and just like seeing how people react. I feel like a lot <laughs> of his stuff isn't necessarily magic. It's like psychological experiments mm. kind of. Yeah, yeah. And I do appreciate that that yeah. about it. And there's, there's usually some point to what he's doing. He's trying to say something yeah. within his tricks. And I think that makes it a little more interesting. Instead of just like, let me fuck with you today, dude. Yeah, you know? Yeah. That, that, that's usually hit or miss for me. Like, <laughs> like I said, some things I find funny, some things I feel get old really fast, and some things I'm just like, what are you doing? 
<laughs> Why are you wasting your time? You could be, I don't know, reading a book instead of doing this shit and, and trying to, you know, just be a better human being. <laughs> Again, sometimes my opinions are kind of strong. I don't apologize. Unwelcome magic. Yeah, so unwelcome magic. <laughs> so the guy who looks like Tim Robinson, Wes, he he is in a cape and a, he's wearing like an Abraham Lincoln fake beard and a top hat. As it as it sounds, unwelcome magic. He just rolls up on unsuspecting people to do some magic. So on this particular episode, he rolls up and assaults these guys on a basketball court like they're all playing a basketball game together and and he just runs in in his cape and top hat and fake beard snatches their ball and they're like what are you doing dude and <laughs> he he's essentially like i i'm keeping your ball and he tries to throw it and stuff and he he fucks with them and then gets them to come over and then he's like hey i want to do some magic give me your ball and then he stabs a hole in the ball and starts pulling cards out of it and still can't find their card that they chose and then it appears on the backboard of the basketball hoop yeah. and that's that's the trick but this guy would get his ass beat <laughs> I, I didn't understand why they didn't immediately yeah come at him and beat the shit out of him yeah it's kind of like another problem with the show it's like it's obviously pretty scripted and prepped they obviously went and talked to those people and they're like all right he's good like do some uh, magic thing just be cool with it, man. If those are, is that a Canadian basketball court? Maybe they wouldn't beat the shit out of him. I, I, I think they record in LA, I believe. That still don't make sense, but okay. <laughs> I just feel like on any other occasion, he would have got his ass beat. And that's what I wanted to see. Yeah. If it was like, so obviously there's camera people and there's cam cameras and stuff like that. So then the next one, they go to the car wash and Eric's going to like take a straight jacket off while the car's going to the car wash. Well, guess what? We're going to prank the fuck out of Eric. Yeah, that's the first thing they did to Eric before they fucked with his BMW. Is He got in a straitjacket. They put him in a van. They put the van in the car wash. Now, this is not how I thought this was going to go. I thought it would be hilarious if Eric had to walk through the car wash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not be in a van at all. Once <laughs> I saw he was in the van, I was like, well, this isn't going to be funny. He's got to walk through the goddamn car wash. That's how we know he's in this. And then he can get out of the straitjacket. That's what I want to see. You want some risk? Take a fucking risk, Eric. Walk through the goddamn car wash. That's what I want to see. But no, they put him in the van, and they start going in the car wash. Well, right before they do that, then the dude who's driving is like, Ha ha, opening all the doors, fuck you. And he jumps out, and so it's just homeboy in the straitjacket with his head right where the doors are, going through the car wash. So it's, you know, the car wash soap and stuff is getting spit on his head as he's struggling to get out of the straitjacket. Yep. So I just, I think it could be funnier if he had to walk through. Anyway, he gets, at, he doesn't get completely out of the straitjacket, but he untangles his arms and then runs after them like they're, you know, 15-year-olds. Yeah, 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 that's how it ends. It's like... He's running after him. Oh, yeah. Eric's gonna get him now. Them Duke boys. <laughs> and then while they're at the car wash, because it kind of went back and forth, there are these little dorky guys that are getting their car washed, and they explain that they're just there to get away from their kids. So, great, great guys. And Tattoo Guy 
It's like, oh, yeah, homie, I know what you're talking about. I feel you. I don't got any kids yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's a water keg, you know, like the, the water. Yeah, like a water cooler. Water cooler bottle things with, yeah. on the stand. Yes, yep. water cooler. That's what you call the whole thing together. I'm not a robot. Dude takes a beer tap thing is that what you call it yeah, yeah. okay and they're like oh he we don't have a keg oh because they're dorks <laughs> and homeboy puts the tap on the water container and then yeah. proceeds to fill up three cups of beer and hands it to these dudes they all drink it cheers we hate our children and they enjoy <laughs> the cold beer and then homie snatches the tap out water comes flooding out wasting water Mm-hmm. And the guys are like, oh, whoa, how did he do that? There's just, this is just water. <laughs> so that was already like, oh, my goodness. I mean, we had to stop it halfway through the car wash to get a snack because I'm hungry. It's past dinner time. And yep. we were only eight minutes in. And I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, this show is, what, 24 minutes? Yeah. And, oh, my God, it was a long show. I'm glad they at least opened the van doors getting back to the car wash. But, man, eh. it just, I don't know, like... A lot of their interactions just seemed really, like, not good. Like, in between themselves and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I don't feel like there was a whole lot they said really in between themselves. And it did seem just, like, really set up and really scripted and just... Yeah. I just didn't... There was no redeeming qualities? (laughs) I'm trying to think of the word. So, okay, let's get to the last part. The last part, they're on a car sales lot, and there's a man who... Who comes out to sell them cars and show them different cars on the lot so they're he's showing them a car and they're making all of these douchebag comments and they're just kind of dicking around with the car they're all over the place and this man is basically surrounded by idiots <laughs> and I feel like if I was him I would be a little more suspicious about what the fuck they were doing there and also he's a brown man that wears a turban I, I, racially speaking if i was him i would be like what the fuck is happening <laughs> what is going on here are they gonna hurt me are they gonna hurt my car do they want to take my money what are they because they're all over the place they're like yeah, all around yeah. him they're just fucking around they're talking they're talking mm-hmm. about hiding bodies in the trunk and stereos <laughs> and shit so eric starts like beating on the trunk he's pushing it down and up down and up down and up fucking around and the guy is like I don't know. He's saying something to them. He's trying to sell the fucking car. And suddenly they open the trunk and the other two dudes are in there like, let us out, let us out. (laughs) And, and the guy, the salesman guy, he's like, what, (laughs) what is going on? And this is, this is the moment. If I was him, I'd be like, oh shit, they're going to kill me. I need to get the fuck out of here right now. Let them take the car. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I don't get paid enough. I'm up out. And I would have ran. I would have ran. Like as fast as I could. If I was this guy. But, but God bless him. He's trying to sell a car. Yep. And so he just, he's kind of going with it. Like, hee hee, funny. Guy's in the trunk. So then Eric, who's made his friends appear in the trunk, asked the dude for keys. The keys to the car. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, sure, I got him. What? And he hands them to Eric. <laughs> yeah. Instead of running for his life, he <laughs> hands the keys to Eric. And then Eric swallows the keys. <laughs> he shoves them in his mouth. He makes a big old cartoon swallow. Chewing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
He ingests the keys. Yeah, yeah. And at this point, why isn't the guy gone? I was just like, I was dumbfounded that he was still standing there and not gone. So he's just kind of laughing with him. Oh, oh, funny, funny man. You're a funny man. When he needs to get gone. So they, they, they're going to test drive a Jeep. They start driving very unruly. I mean, and look, I think anything over 40 miles per hour is a little unruly, but... (laughs) They're driving very unruly. They're they're speeding over bumps. They're they're yeah. just fucking around. They're dicking around like teenagers in the in their dad's car. And that's one of the other things I don't like about them. But so they stop at a stoplight, you guys, and Hairboy jumps out and starts writing I love you on a notepad in front of the car behind them, which happens to be a woman driving it. And she's like, What the fuck? She's probably like, oh my god, he's crazy. That's probably her voice if they're in LA. Oh my god, stop it. That's probably what she's doing. Oh my god, am, am I on a TV show? Did I do my makeup right? Oh my god. Is this my big break? This is my big break. So he starts writing I love you. And then he changes love to dove with the marker. And then he rips off a page and wads it up and turns it into a fucking dove. As cars are honking because the street light has now changed and they're like, hurry, dude, you got to hurry, man. Come on, man. Make it happen. Go on, bro. Do it. Come on. You got to do it fast. Hurry. (laughs) Cars are honking. They're like, bro, get in the car. We got to (laughs) go. And they took the dove with them. The dove shit in its hand, which doves know best. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And... (laughs) Who knows if it was real shit? I don't know. It looked like glue. I've, you know, I've never seen fresh dove shit. So, (laughs) not to my knowledge anyway. So maybe, I, you know. But it was very white, I felt. Even though I know bird shit can be white. It just has more of a chalky look and this looked more like glue. Anyway, I don't know what happened to the dove. Hopefully they didn't hurt it. They were holding on to it into the car, but they were, they were in a convertible. So I don't, where are they putting the dove? I don't know. What's happening there? I was very concerned about the dove. It just felt like there was, there was so much. I don't like people promoting danger. (laughs) I think that's the thing for me. I don't like when you're promoting danger. You want to you wanna slap the shit out of your friend with a, a snow cone? Go ahead. Whatever. Fine. <laughs> but you're, you're driving like a psychopath and jumping out at a light to essentially assault a woman with magic. Da- you're dangerous. You're fucking around at the light. You're, you're messing with things. You're you're shocking each other with shock collars. Mm-hmm. You're you're spraying each other with hot soap, like danger. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I'm always concerned about the youth copying people and just oh, true, true. Uh, making the cycle of stupid just go on and on and on. <laughs> when it it just needs to slow the fuck down yeah. you know what i'm saying so i just don't like the promotion of danger that's <laughs> that's a, a big issue for me which really then brings us to axe magic speaking of danger yeah yeah so these are like four drunk seeming douchebags at an axe throwing place <laughs> yeah. and they ask a guy to give them his phone yeah and part of the premise of this too is they have a a, a phone case with velcro on the back four other phones that are exactly the same as this guy's phone so you know they had to ask who has a phone like this who has this exact model of phone and color and everything also shame on this guy for giving them his phone he's like okay (laughs) they put the phone in a different case with the velcro on the back 
they have all of this Velcro on the bullseye for their axe throwing. So all of these phones get stuck to the bullseye. And then whoever the guy is that throws the axe, I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> Wes. Because those, those other two look kind of similar. he's the physical one. Oh, okay. Because I know who Alex and Chris are. They look very different. But the other two look very similar. Yeah. So, Eric's got glasses. Well, I can't remember who was wearing glasses. <laughs> Anyways, he's throwing the axe. And meanwhile, dude who gave him their phone, which he reminds me of the guy from Veronica Mars, the tall blonde guy. Oh. I don't remember his name. Yeah, he but was... But he was in like Party... Party... Party Down. Party Down. Yeah. He had that YouTube show Oh, where... Yeah. He was acting as a cop or with a cop. But that's who the guy victim reminded me of. <laughs> yeah, like him and Dax Shepard like, had a baby or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Ryan Hansen. Ryan Hansen. That's right. So what made me laugh with that one is that he's like, what is the trick? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I because... wrote down. I don't, his quote, I don't understand the trick. That made me laugh. Because essentially he's like, you're just throwing an axe at my phone. There's no trick. I don't get it. And he's like, and then you have your friends here to back you up if I get mad at you. <laughs> so he's already prepared for the worst. And I really felt that energy. So he, the axe throwing guy, the magician guy is like, which phone should I hit? And the guy tells him he throws the axe, he hits a different phone. And... He throws the axe, he hits another phone. And the guy whose phone it was is is laughing. He says he's it's confusing but thrilling. He says he has very confused feelings about it. Anyway, the axe continues to be thrown until all the phones but one are destroyed. Mm-hmm. And he the guy's friend calls the phone and then we find out as the phone rings that his phone is the one that's unhurt somehow but i'm just i'm shocked that he made it through like he had to take a drink this victim guy yeah and i i would have not been okay really they they could have just like pocketed his phone in the beginning and put all the phone all fake phones up there and then just called them all at the end who knows <laughs> what's going on behind the scenes yeah yeah but just the idea of this, that guy was funny to me. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed he was, his he was reaction. The, the best one. I, re- I enjoyed watching him react to it. Yeah. Um, A lot of the other interactions just seemed just kind of, yeah, not that. Just like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I feel like a lot of the tricks, it was kind of common where they made it seem like they weren't doing a trick. Like... They were kind of fucking up, like dude at the basketball court. He, yeah, he pulled yeah. out like three wrong cards before he showed them there was a card on the, the basketball hoop thing, mm-hmm. the backboard. And with the shot collar thing, you know, they were trying to fuck each other up. And so it was like, I felt at that moment, like, are they doing actual tricks? I guess. Because... <laughs> things do actually happen there they are kind of shocking people but the reaction just wasn't there from the people except i guess for the burn in the neck but it just made it seem like oh well they're not that good at magic because they're fucking it up first and then they're (laughs) they're doing the trick but i guess there was actual trickery you know i i cracked up at at the end where eric's car's getting all smashed and stuff he kept going what are you doing guy What, (laughs) what are you doing man what are you doing, guy? What are you doing, man? <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially the, what are you doing, guy? I think that's like a, a Canadian one there, you oh. know? 
Oh, is that like the South Park thing? You're not yeah. my friend, dude. Or what does he say? <laughs> You're not my buddy, pal. Oh, that's right. What are you doing, guy? That kind of reminds me of that. And also, for that trick, they were back at, at the dealership from another scene, the axe scene, and they're, they're saying, it's almost like they just got to the dealership, and they're saying they're going to freak out the salesman and scare him. And I'm like, you've already done that. <laughs> you put guys in a trunk. And then stole a Jeep. Like, this guy should be fearful. You ate a key right in front of him. Yeah. He's already scared of you. He just wants to sell a car so he can get some money to feed his family. (laughs) And he doesn't know what you're going to do. But he's terrified. So then at the end of the show, they show the porta potty joke or trick (laughs) from above. And they show you how each guy ran out of the back of the porta potty so the camera couldn't see him, got behind a car, went to the edge, and then walked in a little crouching line into the last porta potty. Like, duh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we figured. <laughs> they wa- they got into the porta potty. There's got to be a trap door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't really understand who the audience is. Is it just like 12 year old dudes? who don't know how tricks work <laughs> i mean some of them i, I don't know magic i don't know yeah, how all, yeah. what all the tricks are but i'm just saying i you know in my 41 years of life jesus christ i hate saying that i've seen some tricks i've seen some magic so unless you're a child and you've never seen these before i just don't see how this would be that entertaining mm. yeah yeah i guess the entertainment is there for young young people who were like, hey, I love magic, but I'm also a douchebag, and I want those two things to have a baby. The other thing is, is they're all, they all have, like, YouTube presences and YouTube followings and, and things of that nature. So <sighs> it kind of felt like maybe they're trying to bring this group of YouTube followers in onto the show. Hey, let's let's throw some, some dudes together that like magic and see what they come up with. All right, the main guy, Chris Ramsey. How many followers do you think he has on YouTube? Oh, Tattoo Guy? Yes. On YouTube? Mm, 350,000. 4.69 million. What the fuck? What is he doing? I, I think he does like some magic reveals, but the ones that, that I've seen on here that have like the most views, kind of an insane amount of views. I think I watched one where I think he had like 12 million views on this one or something that he's just like doing these puzzles. What do you mean puzzle? This video has 20 million views. I'm going to hate it. I already know. I already know. Solving the impossible Lotus puzzle level 10. This video is 17 minutes long. What? It's basically, you know, basically him just trying to figure out how to get this puzzle open. So by puzzle, this is some kind of metal object with some kind of screw and stuff. Like you have to move it around. Yeah. It's like if it's sort of like like a camera without the lens. It's sort of handheld size, physical sort of handheld puzzle. The way that you would move a Rubik's cube around. He's got to move different little doodads on this thing parts come off like has to use the different parts to like i've never even heard of this before yeah like the screw comes off or something and then you get screwed in this other hole and then it kind of like makes this other piece kind of move and oh it kind of looks like one of those heavy duty staplers yeah like figures out you gotta put this thing in and then you gotta spin it around 
and then a, a, a coin comes out of one end, and but that's not the end of it. You gotta do some more stuff, and then he fucks around with some more and gets a coin to then come out the other end. And in real life, it took him 40 minutes to open up this uh, puzzle box thing. That's kind of lame. <laughs> I mean, you can only do it once. Yeah, let me see. And then see. you know how it's done. So, you have the choice. Uh-oh. On Wes Barker's YouTube channel, he has one called Nipple Magic. Jeez. And then there's also one for Kicked in the Balls. Ooh, okay. Let's do Kicked in the Balls. All right. We just watched this Wes Barker. He had a, a video about getting kicked in the balls. <laughs> Say this Wes Barker. <laughs> <laughs> Did a strap in between his legs so when he spread his yeah, legs. Yeah, it was a padded strap yeah. that, that he's wearing under his clothes so when people kick him in the balls, he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, it basically ruins the whole it getting kicked in the, the balls. It ruins the whole thing. It's yeah. not funny unless he's really getting hurt. Haley enjoys... Same people get kicked in the balls. They I get do. hit in the balls, get punched in the balls. I do. I enjoy it. She enjoys it. It was like just a cock like... teaser. I don't know. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> yeah, I was ready. I was ready. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> And he he rolls up on a pretty girl in downtown L.A., does this magic trick for her, and then says, I was wrong. You have to kick me in the balls. And she's like, oh, no, I don't want to hurt you. Like, Are you crazy? He's like, no, do it. And he's got his arms up behind his head. He's like spread, spread out. And he's like, do it, do it. So she winds up, kicks him, but she's trying. She didn't doesn't kick him very hard because she doesn't want to hurt him. And he's like, "No, you didn't do it hard enough. Do it harder." What? <laughs> if a guy stopped me on the street and said, "Come on, please, kick me in the balls. Do it harder," I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Get out of here." <laughs> that had weird energy about it. Well, yeah, and and that wasn't the one where he's like, "Oh, I got it wrong." That was the one where he's like, "You gotta kick me in the balls for for my magic to activate." Yeah, he tells it. her it's up to her for his magic to activate, and she has to kick him in the balls. Yeah, that Just, seems I like don't, mm -mm. a real like fetish play. Yeah, exact. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it seems like that's what he's into, and that's what's yeah. gonna get him hard. And she's like, I don't want to get you hard. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want anything hard about you to be near me, dude. And she just wouldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> it just had very weird vibes coming off of that one because he changed it from how he was dealing with dudes, you know? Yeah, yeah. And even, like, the next dude kicked him softer than the girl did the first time and he didn't <laughs> let that stop him from, from doing his little trick. Yeah. So it, just, it made it feel more weird, too, when he was, like, telling her to do more. No, do it to yourself. I Take care of it yourself. Don't put that near me. Well, we should probably start wrapping this up. Would you, would it make you feel better if you weren't the only one who felt this way about the show? That always makes me feel better. I like to know that I'm not alone. I like to connect with like-minded people. I, I, I don't know if IMDb is like the source of truth for, you know, who contributes to this stuff, but on IMDb it has a 3.5 out of 10. 
<laughs> and there's okay. a lot of people, here's one, just no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not usually overly critical, but this seems just scripted nonsense. The guys have no chemistry, and the tricks are lame. That's true. They aren't likable, and their Jokers slash Carbonaros mashup <gasps> just flops. Yes! That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I don't feel like I've been mean enough now. Yeah. Here's one. Hmm. Interesting. Strange that all the 10-star reviews are being posted twice to try and raise the score. I don't see how anyone could rate this a 10. Maybe family members. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> it's just the... This one's... Bruh. More like big trash energy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, just all the tiles of these. Meh. Just that, not good. That tells you everything you need to know. Way too cringy and scripted. Just no. It's just a mix of impractical jokers and Carbonaro effect. <laughs> this fast foodies and two secret videos just need to be gone. I do like fast foodies a lot. I would actually recommend that show. If we're going to talk about something real quick that I do mm, like and recommend. Yeah. Fast foodies, where different comedians are, I guess some of them are actors, come in and they have their favorite fast food, supposedly. I only think very few of them actually eat fast food. <laughs> and, and so then these three accomplished chefs make sort of, they, they try make and, versions of this fast food. Yeah, first they try and replicate it, like, exactly. Completely. And then they do their own take. Yeah, and so it ends up being, like, deconstructed hamburger from Wendy's or whatever. Yeah. But they have, I mean, they just go about it in these crazy chef ways. That one's really interesting to me. If you like like cooking shows and like food and, and seeing different combinations of food and all of that, it's really interesting the sort of flavor things they put together. Yeah, and then yeah. the, the person, the guest, then decides, you know, which one was the best, which one was the most like the fast food, which one still had the vibe of the fast food, but was this gourmet dish. I think that one is fun and interesting. Yeah, yeah. So going into next week podcast the mini episode for the follow-up to this i was thinking we could watch a good uh they kind of call it like a magic type i don't know it, it's called in and of itself and it, what is that it gets kind of it gets high praise it's on hulu it's it was a theater show and this is kind of a recording of one of those theater type shows but the the guy does kind of like some magic illusion type stuff oh it's supposed to be good like high high quality it's not you know big trick energy it's supposed to be really good so i figure we can watch that and compare and contrast yeah and then also maybe i can try and learn a magic trick and impress you <laughs> okay we'll see i mean you can juggle and while it's not a relatable skill and i don't think it's super useful i am kind of impressed with that i can't juggle so you know it's cool that you can and mark Vahili can too so panty dropping magic what <laughs> 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 I don't think so. I don't think there's any magic trick that's going to do that. <laughs> I don't fall for illusions. <laughs> if I, like, shook, like, a, I don't know, a curtain or something and revealed Chris Evans, boom, panty okay. dropped. That, yeah, all right. Make it happen. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> you set the bar high. All right, yeah. We'll see. Maybe I can find something I can learn. I'm interested to see what's going on with this show. 
you're mm-hmm. you're talking about, and uh, I'm excited for Chris Evans to show up next week. <laughs> oh man, my my mind is set on it. Whew, that's gonna be difficult. Although technically this is a podcast, so we can kind of like fake like it happened, but no, no, I will tell the people. <laughs> He just brought in a booty whack version that he thinks looks like Chris Evans that does not look like Chris Evans. And look, Chris Evans has better stuff to do. He's he's helping the young people learn about politics. I don't think he's got time to be here. He don't got time to appear. But if he did, I would make it worth his while. <laughs> he would be so happy that he decided to show up. Yeah. Hey, look, you got one one moment with Chris Evans. You make it make it count. <laughs> Pulling out all the stops. Don't throw away your shot. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot it. <laughs> See what happens. Not going to lose my shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you got to go for it. I don't want to reg- I don't want regrets. <laughs> I don't like those to mount up. So, you know what? Uh, you know, if you bring him into this house, that's on you. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, only if he's consenting. I'm not going to, like, hurt Chris Evans. <laughs> Let's just be... I'm just going to be straight up about it. I don't want to be like, oh, poor Chris Evans. You're going to lock him away. No, I'm not. He can leave any time he wants. He has to consent. I'm just saying. Well, thanks, everybody. Remember to check out HaleyHatesEverything.com. For all your Sean and Haley-related Haley Hates Everything news. That's my <laughs> newscaster voice. Yeah, follow us on Instagram and you can follow us individually on Instagram you can check out my blog divinemrsziva.com you can find all the links in the description like we're giving you the information and it's up to you what you do with it so I'm so glad that you joined us I hope this was entertaining I I have mixed feelings about it just the idea that you made me watch the show <laughs> makes me kind of angry but I, you know I still had fun That's and good. I like experiments I I feel like this is kind of an experiment. Mm -hmm. When we watch a show that I've never seen before and I don't know what's happening and I don't like uncertainty, okay? I don't, that's part of this podcast is um, pushing myself out of my comfort zone because I like to know what's coming. It helps my anxiety. Uncertainty is chaos. (laughs) And by doing this podcast, I am committing to trying to grow by experiencing chaos on a weekly basis, well, I guess technically a bi-monthly basis, in the name of fun, and I'm, I'm okay with that. I just, you know, it's an experiment. I do like experiments. I'm having fun. I hope the people are having fun. You know, it's who knows what's going to happen. It's just, it's chaos. Dogs and cats living together, that kind of thing. Anyway, well, we hope that you've enjoyed this. We can't wait to talk to you again next week and have have a great weekend or, you know, a week, depending on when you're listening to this. Definitely. Check out In and Of Itself before next week's episode if you want to. Okay. If you are interested in better magic, check out Magic for Humans on Netflix because... Yeah, I do that, enjoy that one. That, yeah, he's good. Yeah. It's more lighthearted. Yeah. He's not trying to, like, fuck with people. I'd say it's it's heartwarming magic to an extent. Uh-oh. Don't you think? Because he has Indeed. kind of a message. There's one where he talks about his son. He had, mm-hmm, like, a little mm-hmm. son. It's more, it's more heartwarming to me mm-hmm. because I think he has good intentions. I hate to say goodbye, but we'll see you next time.